Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey everyone, it's Frank Whaley. Today is Friday, January 20th. Do you know what today is the three-year anniversary of, Frank? Uh, of course. What's that? Um, when I, uh, when I got my Critics' Choice Award. You never got a Critics' Choice Award. When I got my, uh, Screen Actors Guild Award. You never got a SAG Award. No, fuck them. Uh, no, today is the third anniversary of the first reported case of the coronavirus in the United States of America. Uh, it's the third, you say third anniversary? Third anniversary, January 20th, 2020. That's and cool. now, uh, in spite of appearances, it happens to be 2023. Doesn't feel like 2023, three years since then. It's crazy to, that that same day I got my uh, Screen Actors Guild Award. What did you get that award for? Uh, I'll tell you what's fucked up is this George Santos. Speaking of bullshit. Yeah. He's now, now they say there's video of him dressed as a drag queen, which is fine. Yeah, he but, denied that one. <laughs> but there's a video of it. Can't deny the video. But he, uh, I mean, this dude is crazy. He says, he says, first of all, he's in the Republican Party who, and who, who decidedly hate drag queens. Except Let's for Rudy it. Giuliani. He used to love dressing up in drag. But they're SNL. they're all coming down on drag queens, reading stories to oh, kids, and all that right. shit. I mean, they're, things they're, have changed. I now mean, it's the the indoctrination. Your kid's gonna end up a drag queen. But this dude, I wish. I mean, he's got. I mean, why does he want to be in politics? He should be like, you know, selling selling you know selling the rights to his fucked up life because he's been you know he's a con man. Like he should go crazy. work in Hollywood. I mean, they're, the con men are like a dime a dozen. You can do anything in, in Hollywood. Nobody's going to check your resume. I mean, just pretending. And you make more money. Now he's just pretending to be, you know, in politics. But he, he, he had some kind of like dog charity where he would tell people that, you know, if you, if you have a dog in need, I'll raise the money. Then it would just keep the damn money. He told was, everybody that his mother was in the World Trade Center on September 11th. That's a lie. I, I mean, I used to be, I mean, I'm not going to compare myself to George Santos because I think there's something very evil about what he's done. But, I mean, I used to bullshit, like, even in my, when I was a kid, I used to bullshit, I used to make up all kinds of craziness about, you know, like, if I got in trouble, I would say, you know, like, my mom's in surgery, that's why I did it. Like, oh, that kind of shit. God, that's no good. But, so... I mean, he obviously has a vivid imagination. So why doesn't he put it to good use? Even when I was, even when I was a young, young person, I would like, when I was waiting tables, I would tell people like just a whole fake. Like I would tell, like if I met, you know, a young lady on more than one occasion, I just made up a complete, a completely a complete false identity. Yeah, you had some girl that you didn't realize you were going to end up actually dating her, and she thought your name was Lewis. She spent a whole summer calling you Lewis. Yeah. Why Lewis? I have no idea. I mean, your name's Frank, 
Like you could pick any name, like some cool Jake, you know? Uh, I you could have like been Ace. I like Lewis. Why? I'm No offense tell you. to anybody named Lewis. I don't know, Louis Armstrong? Was I don't it, know what I was going what, for. Were you were you spelling your name L-E-W-I-S? I, I don't think I ever or spelled L-O-U-I-S. it. L-O-U-I-S. I don't think I ever signed my name to anything, Louis, but... Did you I, have a last name, a different last name? I don't... That's a, These are all really good questions. I don't really remember. And and one one on two... Well, one a couple of occasions. One occasion I told... I made up this whole thing... When, you know, not my name, but I made up this whole backstory about being, like, divorced with a child. Yeah, I know. uh, When you and I got engaged, a friend of mine called me to tell me, did you know that he has a whole other family? And I was like, no, he doesn't. Right. That's it. I used to to do that. But with this one person, this person who knew me as Lewis, like, she would call my, my, the place I was living at the time and my room, at my roommate's. Like the, and the answering in the days of the answering machine would go off and and she would and she would say hey this is this is so and so for Lewis and they would be like what's wrong with you man what is wrong with you but then I stopped seeing her and um, she became somewhat um, successful in you know I'm not going to mention any names not not super successful. But then, and she, and I became somewhat successful. We bumped into each other in a bar. She said, why did you, why did you tell me your name was Lewis? And I just, I said. What did you say? I said, oh no, um, I I, I think, I think um, that was just a misunderstanding. Oh my God. I, I don't know why, what I said to her, but it was just embarrassing and appalling. So, see, I have this like a, a flaw my if george santos's flaw is he's a compulsive liar i am compulsively honest i find it very difficult to ah oh okay so be honest what happened like, yeah what happened? i just dropped the freaking computer oh. if you i find it very difficult to lie to people i don't right. know why i right. don't know why i'm gonna start doing it though um, well, I mean, lying is no good. I don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't say me telling this, this person that my name was Lewis was a lie. I think I was stretching the truth. I was stretching the truth. Um, and, and, and you know no, what? No, that's a lie. There's no way you stretch that your name is Lewis when it's Frank. That's not a stretch. Frank doesn't get stretched out to Lewis. <laughs> you know what you I should have been like Francis. Right. You know what I should have told this Sent this woman. I should have said to her, and she, when she said, "Why did you tell me your name was Lewis?" I, I should have said, "The media continues to make outrageous claims about my life while I am working to deliver results. I will not be distracted nor phased by this." And just walked away. Is that what George Santos that's what said? Santos is, said. What what results is he working to deliver? He's not doing anything. None of them do anything. I I tell you, I as you know used to watch MSNBC, CNN, and pay attention to all the... Po- I cannot watch it anymore. It's just the lowest common denominator, and it's bullshit. There are people that need help, and these people are just, like, screaming on television about the dumbest shit. Just whatever they can take for themselves and stick it in their pockets. This freaking Kevin McCarthy, his state that he's from is, like, 
being washed away, a sinkhole opened up in California and swallowed four cars and people. Jeez. And and what's this bozo doing? They're putting these wackadoodles on all the committees so they can go and investigate Joe Biden? Like, who cares? What happened to the people in the sinkholes? Did they get I out? I couldn't find out. It just said that it swallowed these cars and the people whole. And there was a photo of a car at the bottom of a hole. And all I could think of is that movie with um, Seth Rogen, where it's like the end of the world. And they're at a party at James Franco's house. And the big crack opens up in the earth and everybody falls in like Rihanna. How do you is it Rihanna? Rihanna. Yeah, I think it's saying it wrong. Anyway, that's that's what I could think of. I don't know if you fall into a sinkhole. Are you gone forever? It's actually pronounced Raihana. Are you gone forever? Um, I, that's that's my question. Like, do you anyway, go to the bottom of the earth? Wouldn't you think that that would be a more pressing freaking issue? Like, maybe let's figure out a way to capture some of this water so that when it's August and California is again on fire, which it will be, you can use some of that water to put out the fires. You That's need... my idea, by the way. I, the, I, I've co- copyrighted that idea. It's a patent patent pending. I get the money for the giant cisterns. I'm going to change my name to Lewis. Hey, Frank, do you want a letter? Yes? No? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, do you want one that is a sort of a more general one for the both of us or one that's personally specific to you? It's addressed to Lewis. Uh, ask me, do I give a fuck? Uh, what about this Alec Baldwin shit, by the way? Oh BTW. God. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I, I mean, mean, that's <sighs> such bullshit. <sighs> I think this is this is just crazy. And I'll tell you, you were you telling me this? You read somewhere he could get five years in prison? Well, I think that, that that's the potential charge for that crime in that state. I mean, it doesn't the man, make any sense. The, could you like? Here's what I always think because I'm terrified. Like I'm sure most people are of of being imprisoned for something that I don't that that, that mostly that I'm falsely accused of, mistaken identity. You know, like whenever, whenever, like somebody my, plants your DNA somewhere and 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 you're pinned for a crime. I'm going to plant my DNA on you, girl. Oh, watch out. God. But, like, whenever I can't, f- like, like if, like, if, if you, if you're late to getting home and I'm thinking, oh, hope something bad didn't happen or you just disappear, I'm more, I'm more concerned with the cops coming and putting me in jail than your disappearance. That's how afraid I am of going to, to prison. Right. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to, I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be in, a, I don't want to be, you know, I don't even like to be in a hotel room where I can hear people next to me. I don't right. want to be in a cell with some dude. You would survive prison by becoming somebody's like girlfriend. Oh, I, of course. And we've talked about that before. I would I would I would I would immediately get married. I'd be the most eligible single in prison. So, and I would and I would be I would just be wonderfully um submissive and I would do all the cleaning up. So and... Alec Baldwin, if he I mean I I don't think he's going to go to prison. But if he did, 
You how know the hell how the, do you know? Well, you know how in some of those prisons they do like Shakespeare and stuff? He would be amazing. He would be so good at that. All I, could, I, all I can tell you is that if I had to go to prison for something that had to do with my acting, I mean, I sh- for some of the shit that I've done on the on the movie screen, I should yeah, be in prison. I should be doing five years for, for like, hey. Public nuisance. I, I, like, they, you know, there was a district attorney who wanted to press charges on me for the film Retroactive. Yeah, that's just like okay. disorderly conduct. Bombshell. Okay. So, Cold dog soup. So don't insult George Harrison like that. So, here's the thing. The, what I read from the like the prosecutor or whatever said that he had a duty and obligation to check for himself if the um, weapon was loaded with blanks or actual bullets. And could I just interrupt for a second yeah. and say, with all due respect to the makers of the films that I just said, because we got, anytime I I'm, I'm speak derogatorily about something, I get all kinds of emails. We are. We get all kinds of emails. I don't mean I'm just joking. You don't sure mean you, that. You yeah. did fine work. I'm talking about my performance. Okay. So, listen. They said he had an obligation to check. Well, that's not how it's done in Hollywood, as you know. Right? You have a person there, and their whole job is to tell you that the gun is safe. So the problem is with the whole industry and the protocol. Also... If another thing that he's done wrong is where he pointed it, then I would say that the director, who unfortunately was also injured in this accident, he would have been the one telling him where to point it. Absolutely. So he would also be, you know, tried for involuntary manslaughter. The only person that's responsible is the prop man, so, or the, the person that was responsible for the gun. The, the, that armorer. Who, why, were yeah. there, why were there actual bullets there? He had some in his costume also. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, you know, but, uh, you know, actors don't pay attention. Like, most actors don't pay attention to anything except their own shit. You're and, treated you know. like, a, like a two-year-old when you arrive on set. Somebody holds your hand and tells you where to go. And then when it's time for you to put on your costume, they bring it to you and they put it on. And then they bring you to a place where they do your hair and makeup. And then they bring you to a place and they tell you where to stand and they tell you what to say. And then they tell you where to sit. And then they ask you if you want some coffee. And then they we get tell it, you Heather. when it's we time get for it. lunch. We get it. You don't do you don't make any decisions. No. But none. But except, and this is, except this is, this how this, you're gonna say the line. The whole and even thing, then only sometimes. The whole thing with the gun is when they hand you the gun, you're rest assured that the shit is empty and it's not gonna kill anybody. That said, I instinctively would never point that gun in anybody's face, um, or even in somebody's direction particularly during a rehearsal. So maybe when, and I don't even want to hold that gun during the rehearsal. I don't, I don't hold the gun during rehearsal. I'll take that gun only when completely uh, camera ready. And then just make sure you look in it, look directly down the, the, the whatever, whatever that's called, not the barrel, but the, where the bullets are held and, and make sure. So, but certainly... But that's not the protocol. That's not yeah. what is expected of an actor. And I'm sure that I'm sure that when all said and done, that'll be that'll be fine. He won't have to go to jail. Although there's still there's still a, a, a an, an impending indictment out on me for my performance in As Good as Dead. Oh, you were really good in that. You were really good in that, Frank. Sorry. Yeah. Back to business. You're ready for that letter now, I assume. And have you decided which one you want, the one that's more general for the both of us? Sure, do that one. Okay, this says, 
Dear Whaley fam, what will you do with the billion dollar lotto winnings? This is from Shane. We were not supposed to tell anyone that we won that billion dollars, Frank. I don't know how that got out. Yes, we didn't win a billion dollars. What would you do with a billion dollars? Before I, before I tell you that, mm. what about Kevin Spacey? Speaking of uh, what about him? I know nothing about Kevin actors Spacey. Actors who belong in prison. I'm just looking. I'm just reading now. Like Kevin Spacey, I guess it was earlier this week, was um, given an award. An award? Yeah. I For mean, what? I mean, if Alec Baldwin goes to prison, Kevin Spacey damn well should be already in prison. Listen, if you think you're going to prison for your acting, Kevin Spacey should have been locked up in solitary confinement years ago. You know what pisses me for off, For that though? freaking Frank Underwood Kevin Spacey, nonsense. Kevin Spacey has basically been, like, probably the most canceled, and his career is still better than mine right now. What did he get an award for? Uh, well, Who he gave was, it to him. Yeah, the Italians. Oh, he was he was he was praised at an Italian museum for having he pra- well he praised an Italian museum for having quote the guts to recognize him with a prestigious award, despite controversy what a over bastard. The- oh, you you had to have the courage to recognize my brilliance. He was well. I don't. I think he means because he's been. He's, yeah, I know, but he's still like not. It's still like not being humble at all. He's saying he deserves the award. He would get much more awards if other people had the courage. He was invited to speak at a prize-giving ceremony at the National Museum of Cinema in Turin on Monday. He was awarded the prize um, in recognition of personal aesthetic and authorial contribution to the development of the art of drama. That's a, that's a, what that's has he authored? Else. That's almost as good as a Critics' Choice Award. But what has he authored? Um... Um, I don't know. Nothing. Um, he's, well, he's, he's, he's the author of his own demise because he's a sex pervert. Anyway, I don't, I, the thing that bugs me the most, as I said, is that, um, you know, why didn't I get this damn award? And why can't, why can't, why, why can't I get on, uh, you know. Yeah, and you're one Italian. Of the, one of the law and orders. Meanwhile, Kevin Spacey's getting, you know, he's in, over there in Turin getting awards. Anyway, sorry, Heather, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We, 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 what, what are you going to do with your billion dollars? Shane wants to know. Who the hell is Shane? Shane is the person who wrote us an email asking what we're going to do with a billion dollars of, of the lottery winnings. All right. Shane, is that female or male? I don't know. But so is it is it like if you got a billion and I got a billion, so we're each splitting a half a billion, or is it just I'm spending a billion and you're spending a billion? I wouldn't get too wrapped up in it. Okay, what are you going to buy? You go first. <sighs> I would buy land. Oh, that's boring. That's I, would so buy, boring. I would buy a beautiful piece of land, and I would put my dream house on it that's sustainable and booby-trapped, and, you know, I have the solar power and the rainwater capture and the underground bunker if I need. And I'd also get a Jaguar, one of those electric SUVs. And I, I wouldn't get a private plane because that's just really bad for the environment. But I would fly first class all the time. Well, Wherever I went, I would travel a lot. I'd probably buy a house in Mallorca also. Fascinating, Heather. Fascinating. Well, um, I would give it to charity. I would give it all to charity. I would do, oh, here's what I would do. I would I would buy I would buy a house 
I would build a house where when you enter the house, it's a, a hotel lobby, like a working hotel lobby. Like with the staff and everything? Uh, and, and a staff, I would they have. They say, nice to see you again, Mr. So, so there'd be there'd be a guy, a valet guy, we'd have, you know, and the logo and the jacket with the logo. Um, there'd be all every, it'd be, you would be unmistakable from the hotel, but I'd be the only guest of the hotel and all the other people in the lobby mincing around, walking around, you know, would be hired actors and there'd be somebody who would bring new ones in and out every, you know, every day. Why would you want just rando background people in your home? Why not just be like the only person? They're not in my home. They're in the lobby. How is it going to be an authentic? Why do you want... Oh, my God. If you did that, you would undoubtedly get some guy in there who's trying to get camera time, like like certain people who when they did background work that I know and start like arguing with your desk clerk. There's no cameras. I know. But if you just hire people to just mill about. Yeah, they're hired. going to take it to another level. That's what I would do. They they can do whatever they want. I don't notice them just like I wouldn't notice people in an ordinary uh, hotel lobby. And then there's the front desk, and there's the staff of the front desk, and you know there, there'll be turnaround, and there'll be somebody in charge to I in charge, who will you know hire these people, and and then there'll be a private elevator that takes me up to my my hotel suite, and and that's that's my house. There's also a bar and restaurant. Is there with, entertainment in the bar and restaurant? Of course, like a course. singer. That's up to whoever hires these people. Uh, but it you know, could be Adele. No, I don't want, I don't, uh, it's, you, uh, Adele's not going to be at any hotel. It's She's a, in it, Las Vegas. Yeah, but no, she doesn't, not in a hotel. She's in a. I bet you, if you have a billion dollars, you can at least afford to get Adele a couple times a year. I don't want that. You're missing the concept. I want to, I love hotels. I love walking into a hotel. And and seeing a bunch of people who are nameless and faceless to me. Oh, my God. I just realized that you would make a Homewood Suites. You would make some kind of Homewood Suites for yourself. It would be like a Homewood Suites, oh only God. more upscale. Would and there be, be like a breakfast buffet in the lobby? Of, of course. Oh, my God. I mean, it's an authentic hotel lobby. It's a little bit more upscale than the Homewood Suites. Like, you know, it'd be a really nice Homewood Suites. Um, and even to the point where I would design it where every once in a while I would hear noise coming from next door and, and I would call down to the front desk and say, could you do something that, you know, and, and then I would hear the guy come up, knock on their door, reprimand them, and then the noise would vanish. Then they would call your room and apologize and offer you like a free, a free, a complimentary breakfast buffet or something. I would have all that satisfaction. Would there be a gift shop? Um, like a hotel gift shop where you can buy stuff that has the logo of the hotel on it. Perhaps, but that's not really uh, that's not my experience, and because that's a pre-COVID thing, I'm not used to that. Well, that's anymore. like a resort. Yeah, now they just have like the little wall with the snacks, and some people have a freezer and right. So I was I was imagining you were going to be making a resort. So yeah, there'd be like a pool you need and to wrap somebody your, coming, coming around with like offering you drinks with you a need little to umbrella. Wrap, and you, instead, you're thinking you want the freaking like uh, embassy suites where next to the, ch- the check-in desk, there's a little alcove with some Chex Mix and some frozen pizzas. Exactly. And a uh, toothbrush, you know, things you might need. There's in your also, bedroom, there's a microwave? 
Of course. Oh, my God. And a little mini fridge. But also you have to understand that there's going to be a health club and a pool. And there'll be people in the pool. Like, I'll see, I'll, I'll see a, a family on vacation with two little kids in the pool. You know? And the great thing is, you know, the thing I like the least when I go to the hotels, when I go in the gym and there's anybody else in there, there's never going to be anybody in the gym. Or when I walk in, that person walks out, which is also fine. It's all about the satisfaction. Um, something you could never understand, Heather. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, everybody, all right. And uh, we used to have a good weekend. Get it on, get it on. This is not very good podcast content.